I remember one night telling myself, I can't control sleep and I can't control going crazy. <laughs> yeah. So either way, cannot change anything. This gives you some sort of relief yeah. in a way, probably because someone might be hearing us and say, ah, oh, yeah, it happens at the split of a second. It doesn't. It takes so much time and so many different facets. And then you understand that it is only about how our brain really works, our minds rather works, then it is about the issue itself. Hi, everyone, and welcome to yet another really special Talking Some episode. We have Samila with us. Welcome. Hi, Daniel. Happy to be here. So glad you're here. And actually, I want to say right off the bat, so people will know this, not only are you here to like, you know, share your story through insomnia, but we have like an announcement for the community, which is that you are actually, you know, you have, you've gone through insomnia, you've actually become a certified sleep coach and you joined to, to as a moderator in our immunity program. So extra glad to have you here. Yeah. And super glad to be here. Absolutely. Looking forward to all those new stuff. All right. Very, very nice. So yeah, with that said though, in your words, what, t tell us how, how did you start having trouble sleeping? All right. It started in officially then insomnia, the struggle started in August, 21st, August, 2019. <laughs> I remember the date simply because I know that I had an exam that day, an important one because it wasn't, uh, yeah, I had to pass that exam in order to get to my uh, master's program. The pressure was, well, yeah, uh, the stakes were really high. Prior to that, before going to that night, I would have occasional what we call acute insomnia, as in I would struggle falling, fall asleep when I had an important event coming up or when I had an exam or I don't know, had to travel. So I did have this experience with not sleeping well before something important. No, and I knew when the exam session time came up, I started in June of that same year. So I had an exam session in June and I left only that exam, one specific one for August myself, because I wanted to prepare all summer for it. No, and I wanted to dedicate all my efforts. It was really an important one. So in June, I remember I had most of all of my other exams and I did went to, I did, oh, I was doing tiny little bit of sleep efforts or trying already to control a bit since I already had the experience with not sleeping well before an exam. I already thought like, ha, oh, no, maybe I should, for example, go to bed at this time so that I have this time to sleep and then I can wake up and then uh, go on with my studying program and so on. So I was already micromanaging my sleep in a way, even though I didn't have insomnia at that time. So it was building up to it. I had the impression. And it finalized with the fact that prior to the so 20th of August, I went to the pharmacy and asked, do you have any herbal kind of medication that I can take for sleep because I have an important exam coming up tomorrow? And they gave me something, so without pre prescription, it was mainly herbal, and it didn't work. That was the night when, yeah, uh, it all went down. That was the first time that I had an all-nighter 
without really sleeping at all. Like other nights that I had struggled with sleep, I always ended up sleeping. Took me a long time, but I did ended up, yeah, sleeping. That night I didn't sleep at all. And I remember in the middle of the night, one of my friends, she had insomnia, but she would throw that occasionally. Yeah. And yeah, this thing, insomnia entity, sounded for me like, yeah, such an abstract thing. I didn't even understand. I thought it had to do, it was something health related, probably something that had, that didn't, it, it didn't occur to me that it was this struggle. It was simply to me, like we say, you have the flu. It is something within you that is not working right. And then it manifests in, in not sleeping. That was my idea of insomnia. I never looked it up. And I remember being that night in bed, not sleeping, and I typed for the first time in my life, insomnia. And yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's where the, yeah, that's where everything really started. So do you, do you remember like, do you remember like you went to Google and you typed like insomnia or something like that? Yeah, and you got how insomnia does this to you, uh, how it becomes chronic. I remember that really well because that scared me. And I was like, oh, my God, what, what if this becomes a, a, a thing that keeps going on and on? And that was really where, yeah, that's where the first night that I enregistered the fear. Because prior to that, it had been simply a sleepless night, not comfortable, but something that I need to, to keep an eye on. No, but now it was more like, oh, it, this is becoming a thing. This might become a thing. And that's where, yeah, that's where everything really started. And during that night was like, did you think I'm guessing a lot about the exam too? Or was that kind of like in the background now or? Uh, the fact that it was because of the exam, you mean? Or, or more like you were reading about insomnia, worried about chronic, were you also thinking like, oh my gosh, I have to sleep, I have this exam tomorrow. Yeah, 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 that's exactly that. That was the drive, firstly. And because I wasn't getting satisfied, I wasn't getting what I wanted, then I, ne I needed to find, I headed to Google for solutions. And then Google, yeah, gave me the solutions, all right. <laughs> but it was, I didn't go to the, that day to the exam. I went to the doctor, to my GP here, and he prescribed me a few pills. And I told him, listen, I don't have sleeping problems. I have only sleep problems when I don't, when I have an, an event or an exam. So I need these pills, but I need them only when I have this thing. Now, still in my mind, I wasn't processing what was going on. And he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Then I'm going to give you these ones, take them for a, about four days, but then stop it because then it will, yeah, you'll depend on them, all of that good stuff. And I didn't take them because I didn't have an exam anymore. I, my exam was postponed to two weeks afterwards. And I remember that I did only take one and I slept okay. No, I was that that day. That was the first day that I had an all nighter and I couldn't nap. I always had been a napper, and I couldn't nap either. And I said so. Uh, I was in my on my phone searching online videos on how to fix insomnia because I enregistered now that word, and that word was going to be the keyword to every search. 
algorithm that I was going to perform on the internet. I started doing that and I remember that night I did take the first pill, yeah, half of it. I wouldn't dare take it the entire one. I don't know why I had such constraint against pills. I didn't have anything particular against it. I simply didn't want in my head, I don't need it. I always had sleepless nights before something important and I don't need it. And I did something that night that maybe shifted things a bit from, or rather, I didn't sleep in my bed that night. I slept on my couch and that was better because the conditioning already happened on my bed. <laughs> so I took the pill and I slept, I, that half of pill and I slept and I said, thought to myself, okay, now I'm just going to revise that those that subject matter. And this is going to be, this is going, I didn't think much of it for that time being. However, I realized as the day was passing by, I had the urge to search online. I was, I still needed to, to find an answer to it. I don't remember, recall it really well, but I know that I slept throughout that period of time. And I went, took my exam, it went well. I did take the pill before, the night before the exam. And I remember afterwards, I had planned in September to go on, I was treating insomnia as something that I need to figure this out for now. Yeah, I need to give myself the time to recover from this, whatever this was. I, I, it's as strange as this might sound. So I postponed everything. I had plans in September for going to Spain to do an inter internship, enrolling in some courses because the, the academic year didn't start till October. So I had the entire month to myself. I didn't do any of those stuff. I stayed at home and I remember I, I didn't dare to go to my bed. So I never went to my bed after that night, after that first night. And after finishing my exam, I remember I went home and there was a movie, I don't know what. And all I could think in my head was I need to get to bed. But I lived home with my parents. So they're all in the living room. So I couldn't sleep on the couch. And all I could think was, ah, I need to get to my bed. I need to sleep, but I cannot get to my bed. And I remember just laying there. And I remember telling my dad to decrease the volume or something like this. And he did. They didn't understand what was going on, why I was sleeping on the couch. But then it, it occurred to me the second day after I did sleep on the couch, but that was the beginning of it. I was trying to control everything. And the second day, I remember being on the couch and I wasn't falling asleep. And I think the reason why I, it took me a while before getting full blown insomnia is that I had a toughen up attitude and I didn't, there weren't many life, there weren't many things or rather, it's not like people were expecting a lot from me because I simply had, my academic year started in October and I had to attend seminars till January. So for me, it was more like, yeah, I didn't have the pressure of performance whatsoever. So I did get this toughen up attitude where when I was in, on my couch, I was like, okay, 
if this is going to be it, then this is going to be it. And I'm going to be awake here on my couch. Of course, when you approach fear with that kind of kind of attitude, that's in some bizarre way that lowers the hyperarousal. And I did ended up sleeping. It only when well, there were things that I needed to be to do. There were things that needed to be done in my life where everything started again. So you have this now you have this kind of like uh phase towards the end of the summer, like early spring where, yeah. you know, you, there's no pressure. So sleep is okay. And it's also this kind of like, well, if I'm awake here, well, so it is, is I'm awake. Like it's that kind of like non-resistance there. And then, but then things start to change in, I'm guessing when school starts again or, or, or what happens? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I remember really well because we were, we call it here in Dutch, shopping for courses, like going, attending different classes and seeing which one we like, and then uh, choosing the ones that we feel like we we would like. And I remember telling one of my classmates, she was telling me, ah, oh, yeah, let's hope this is going to be a good year. And I said, and I said, I remember this really well, if I sleep. And were, 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 they just, yeah. were, were she surprised or, or yes. did she react to that? Or? No, she was, there was, I, I don't recall really well because it was some time ago, but I know that she, I know that I, I said that, but I wasn't looking at her. We were walking. So we changed, I guess, topics, but I remember that myself, yeah. that I had to sleep in order to do well this year. Yeah. And that's, yeah. I remember in November was the first night ever when I had to submit something that I had an, another all-nighter and that was it that that broke every single piece of ice that was left of protection no toughen up anymore i was really yeah that lasted the beginning of december there were really two two weeks where i would sleep where i would get little to no sleep the, the words cannot but i i really understand what people go through because it's not only the fact that you're physically tired, it's the confusion that really gets you. It's the fact that you don't know what is going on and you don't know how to prevent this. And even though you're doing everything you can in your power to do so. And that was then that I found your channel in 2019, December. Yeah, okay. I think you've said that before that you found it actually fairly early, but in a, very intense place you know that yeah. i've never heard it said like that but you sound yeah you worded it in a very you know in a very telling way like the the ice kind of broke like the final yeah. sense of like safety and then you're you know in this ice cold water now so before we talk about like maybe finding the channel like this first stretch is really difficult and how are you doing like daytime are you still going to classes or how, how yeah there's a funny one because i was applying that year to go for a semester to Spain, Erasmus, as we call it here, to study a semester in Spain. And I had the, the next day after in November, I had an appointment with my supervisor, master thesis. And she's super, she was super nice, a really great uh, person. And we were talking about the subject matter and all that I needed to be doing in order to get the thesis going. And um, I remember she, she asked me, are you okay? And 
yeah, I started crying. <laughs> I got really emotional. And I, I find it really strange because now on a side note, she shared something personal, like a professor. She was like, since my father died, I carry this bottle with me because it prevents me from having a full-blown panic attack. But it, it, I share this now because I want to show that we're all struggling. We don't show it, but we're all struggling in different kinds of ways. And we only connect when we dare to show, or rather when, in my case, when I had no other option than to show that vulnerability, but we connect that way when we, yeah, when we allow ourselves to be vulnerable. So yeah, that was a bit of a side note, but <laughs> I found no, it no, really- No, no, it's, it's a great point that we often make that we often think like I'm the only one who has this type of yeah. situation and like everybody else is just smiling and happy around this, but yeah. in reality, all of us humans, we have some type of struggle. Maybe it's a big one. Maybe it's not so much at this exactly. point, but not very true. But, and it's, of course, helpful because, you know, feeling connected to humanity is so helpful. But I also want to ask you, at this point, are you, you know, are you now engaged in these, like, sleep efforts, like, you know, uh, sleep hygiene and things of that nature? Or I didn't necessarily jump directly into sleep hygiene whatsoever. There's one big one, and that was my bedroom. I didn't go into my bedroom. I, I simply refused to go into my bedroom. I remember as well that my dad, because they were really worried about me, they never seen me like that. My dad decided to sleep on my bed and I would sleep on my parents' bed with my mom, no? And that was very comforting for a few days. The fact that I got to change, even though that I was awake, it helps to have someone you love beside you. So that is completely, um, yeah, that's completely normal, I, 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 that's human. But afterwards, I kind of felt like, okay, let's go back to the couch. <laughs> so the couch was really, but even that became somehow conditioned because I was struggling nonetheless on the couch as well. Yeah. So I started ha forming, I remember at, at that time, these kind of acceptability thresholds when it came to insomnia, I remember that. And also I did include herbal things very much obsessively, I would yeah. say. But yeah, but sleep efforts as such, it was simply lying on my, my couch from 8 p.m., pretending to watch television, hoping that I would doze off. Yeah. That was a bit <laughs> my go-to sleep effort. I hear. All right, thanks for sharing all this. And now you actually, come across the channel how, how, was that kind of just randomly searching youtube or through yeah. reddit or yeah that was simply randomly i think i found your podcast first for some reason I, I i think i did find your podcast first and then after that when you search uh, on google the, the name you get the also the youtube videos so i was like, oh okay there is also youtube videos and then i started with that Prior to you, I did look up on internet and I remember listening to uh, neurologists and psychologists and all it. There was one doctor that addressed the fear, but you were left in your hunger, as I say in Dutch, a bit because it didn't go into the depth as to what that means. Like, yes, I know I'm scared, but what does that mean? No. But that was at that time that was com comforting, knowing that okay it has to do with fear and this and th that was a bit comforting. 
However, the other sources of knowledge or information that I got for insomnia weren't very helpful. And I think that's why I stuck around in your channel. I remember binge watching them as probably all of the people that have found your channel. But I remember also being in class in one of my seminars. It was philosophy. I had my earphones, the old ones, not the earbuds that we have now, but I had them stuck into my jacket and my hair and my professor wouldn't see it. So that's where, that's how bad it got. But funny enough, I remember that we were talking about, it was philosophy class and we were talking about very philosophy philosophical topics that, as I recall now, they would have had an impact on me, even with insomnia, I think. There was Kikerhardt and all of that. And I wasn't paying attention to that. But I was really focused in my own struggle. Um, it's just kind of funny to see yourself closed in. Yeah. And there's a whole show going on around you that might have been helpful um, to you. But yeah. All right. No, thanks for sharing this as well. And I can picture you in class there. Nobody knows <laughs> you're listening to kind of like our content here, Sleeper School content. And now, how is this like, I'm sure it's resonating with you at some level because you're, you continue to listen to it, but what, what insights do you start having and how, how you're basically just what happens next? I do remember that I go back to, yes, I pick up for one for some reason, I told myself that I wouldn't let this at, at the end. That was the start of the second semester. And that was me preparing myself for in September where I would be heading off to Spain. No? And I remember filling on the papers and I it was really in my head, I, I, I felt like if I go there and this happens and I'm all alone and no one's around me and I go crazy and this is going to be the end. But there was something also in me after watching your videos, the seed had been a bit planted, but there was something in me that said, I won't let this stop me from living. And I remember saying this to myself as well. But I don't know which stage that was during that period. But I do remember myself recall it vividly when I said that I won't let it stop my life. And I was in the process of writing a master thesis. So it was all too much. However, I feel that it got better from January till May. I was still sleeping on my couch, but I wasn't having struggles to sleep. But I was having struggles with the idea of it, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. And, and just to stop there, just to contextualize for the viewers here, mm -hmm. I think that is a really nice point that at this point, you're not necessarily struggling like to fall asleep or stay asleep, but the thoughts around it, the fear around it was still there. Something like that? Yeah, exactly. I remember even one of the students during uh, the coaching training, she said, even though Jamie, shout out to you if you're watching. <laughs> she said, even though sleep or not sleep, it's all the same. And that really hit me because that describes that period really well. And I used to ponder that expression the way she said it because I wasn't able to phrase it that way, but it was true. I was sleeping eight to nine, nine hours per night. I, I was sleeping on my couch, but I was sleeping. 
but the days were still clouded by the idea of what if and everything goes down again and still building that that fear was still there very much present and i feel that insomnia cannot really let go if we consider it as if we need to use a label but it can really not let go if we do not address the root causes because it's not sleep the root cause of insomnia it's not it's simply a symptom of everything the way we deal with our minds and, and the way we react with our mind and body it's really uh, a symptom of it and that takes time because sleeping will happen and um, it, it is a sure thing for all of us no matter how bad you have it i remember being two weeks with little sleep and it still came to an end it, it is biologically physiologically impossible to not sleep and you can take solace in that when you're in the storm but afterwards i feel that even when you begin to sleep well if we haven't addressed what was going on um that will still come to surface one point or another at one point or another so it is really it is a really interesting phenomena i would say and yeah i would leave it at that but it is really more it isn't about sleep per se no i'm i think kind of the same thing that this we could go on a whole slide trip on, mm -hmm. on this teaching around like sleep yeah. isn't the cure for insomnia is something we sometimes have but Let's not do that this time. We'll, we should say that for another episode. But back to your story, again, yeah. you're in this phase like you're sleeping, but the fear is still there. There's still, still the worries. And, and you, you're debating whether to go to Spain, not go to Spain. What happens next? I do fill the paper forms. I do put everything. I did dare to go through with it all. COVID-19 entered the show um, in December. But I was still hoping that by September, October, I would still be able to get in Spain and go to university. And then, but yeah, but before we jump to that, I have to say that during the summer, we had to move from one town to another one. And I did experience a bit of, I started experiencing that fear surfaced again because there was a huge change and my couch, well, I had to leave it. <laughs> and actually, sorry to interrupt, uh, Samila, but before we go to like the summer, would you mm -hmm. say like from, let's say January into the summer, were you in this? May. Oh, sorry. From Still May. I did sleep well. In May, I still got a, an, a long bout of insomnia and that resurfaced purely because I had built up this pressure of I'm sleeping well, but what if I don't? I'm sleeping well, but what if I don't? And that at a certain point, exactly when I needed, when I thought I needed to sleep, which was submitting my master thesis, I didn't sleep. And that was a bit, yeah. That was my second, I would say, huge. I had night bumpy nights of couple of more days where I struggled with sleep. But what was more excruciating were these long bounds of insomnia. And then from May throughout the summer, then I had on and off. Yeah, on and off torture, I would say, where it felt not like a like a speed bump per se, but it was more like it's not a speed bump. It's all I know. 
and it was from May till beginning of August. That was like a two month kind of extension, two to three months, where I would sleep very little, and maybe not not at all for long stretches of of, of time. So that it, I think that that was more the first the first time that I well not the first time but the first time meeting the fear in such long stretches um I had two weeks one week but this was something I had never seen before and just like when you think that there's some there isn't something <laughs> that you haven't seen that it shows up and this time it really it really I want to say kick my butt <laughs> but it was more of showed me that it can get worse and it it really highlighted the fear and I remember that even with moving that's where it flared up yeah and that was till August and during this time Samila are you still like consuming a lot of the sleep coach school content, still listening to it? And yeah. also, yeah, yeah. And I also want to ask, like, do you feel like you have, you have understanding now or you're still not quite understanding? I feel like there was, yeah, I went through a, because I was sleeping well, I didn't watch the content as often as one might. Um, but it's not because I considered myself recovered, but it's more like, um, okay, I'm sleeping well, there's school and there's worry, but I wasn't consuming the content all the time. There wasn't, I do remember starting to tap into philosophical matters or rather different philosophers. I do remember that my interest in their topics was awakened during that time for some reason of course we know the reason but because you need something to hold on to and whatever they had to say you just devour it but i feel that at that time daniel you were also a bit um shifting or rather that was the first it started from the cbti and that was the first time really and the cbti i never tried it i did it once and i said nope this is not for me and i stopped it but then that was also i remember if I remember correctly, where you were shifting. And I did come back to your, the reason why I, I slept better during, well, I it stopped in August again, a year after, is because I went back to the content, but it was, you were also starting to pose different way of approaching the fear, rather than restrictive bedtime and how that might work but it was more on how to approach the fear. Now, that's a great point, which I kind of forget because this is now, we're talking 2019, 2020, which is like three, four years ago, yeah. which is actually very different from the content now. So that's a great point that I didn't even think about, but yeah. Yeah. So yes. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so, so again, so, so you're, you know, you started start to get pause during the times where things were a little easier, then you started like maybe tuning in more later on, but yeah. the just a quick comment here, which is that, uh, one reason that you may not have found kind of like the understanding you were looking for, because it wasn't really so clear on the channel, even, even, you know, back then also. But anyways, that, with that said, like, yeah, uh, you know, August, all through August is really difficult. And what happens next? Yeah. However, I do find that going back on, on that piece, I do find that that was the most helpful content that I got ever from all the research, especially on insomnia. So 
with that being said, I feel that it had great value into the community already without getting extensive on how everything works, which I really love about your channel now as well, because now we're talking about not sleep, but how to address the other things that are causing this problem. So yes, it was helpful then, and it is super helpful now. But what was your question? <laughs> oh yeah, no, I was just saying like, continue, like uh, inviting you to continue the story here. We're kind of like in oh, yeah. August now, you had a long, like this kind of like, you faced the fear, but for a kind of long stretch of time, and now it's really yeah. difficult. And But it's, it, it sounds like it got a little easier in August or something, but yeah, what yeah. happens next? I remember I started listening to Alan Watts' speeches from long ago. Now, regardless of one, what one might think of him, I found the concepts of, he talks a lot about surrendering and allowing, and there is one specific short speech. I remember I did found eventually the longer uh, version, but there was one that really addressed the fear of fear or that he would tell stories about fear and the way it develops. And I really think that was also paired with the new content that you were producing. And that came, didn't necessarily stop the insomnia, but it started something. And I feel like I should say after that, after those, after August, I don't think I've had, I had bad nights but not stretches, long stretches, such as the last one that I talked about. And I feel that there was a, a combination of different factors, but most importantly, I started understanding the human mind differently. And I had already done a bit of work through my thesis. By the way, I wrote about the connection between old, well, old literature, mystic literature with the 20th century rationalism. So it was, I was working with philosophy all the time. And then in, in August, there was a mix of knowledge that was coming together. It, we forget how much time information needs to be processed. It's not that it is a click. I was working with that and still for me it was something that I I yeah <laughs> I wasn't grasped for my own I saw it as something abstract out there that I need to write about but for myself that was a bit of yeah out of reach I would say and, and out there but it takes time even your content I feel that you start connecting the dots when you have multiple fronts confronting you on the same thing and I, that was my case. And I feel that in August, that kind of um, started a bit coming together, not uh, entirely, but there was a huge, um, yeah, a huge chunk of it that was falling off of that fear. Um, and I think that in August, by the way, maybe just real quickly, I had gotten towards the end of August, I got in the confirmation of that I can go to Spain now. And I started feeling the pressure again, building up. But I do remember that was a different reaction. I do remember I didn't sleep well. There was, were a few nights where they were extremely 
extremely bumpy, I would say. And I remember with my eyes itching and having a bad headache and sitting on my on my porch, you say like yeah, veranda, and thinking to myself that if I let this, if I quit going to Spain, then it took over me. So I remember taking a pill for my headache and being in the pain, really, but I wouldn't go to the mail and send the annulation. Like I had to confirm it because maybe I missed the part. I had to confirm the my trip or rather my me going to that specific university and I didn't uh, cancel it, even though um, it was it didn't up, I didn't end up going, but it was because of COVID. It became a red zone. <laughs> but at least I I did quit one trip, my internship, because of it. I quit everything, but I felt that it was taking way too much space. And I'm glad that at least it wasn't because of insomnia that trip was canceled. Because I feel that would have stayed with me longer. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was a bit, yeah, the outline <laughs> till August. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Well said. And, uh, you know, it's so nice that things started coalescing here. You know, Alan Watts, our content, what you're doing, you know, you know, things started to shift. And you, and you said something like, I started to understand the human mind, which, you know, that made me curious. And I'm sure some people listening here will be curious. Mm -hmm. Like, do you remember any like specific things that kind of like, you know, um, th that you discovered in terms of like understanding the human mind? Now, important to say, uh, because I feel that this is an important link to that. I feel that during that summer, well, at least end of summer, there were things that were shifting, but I wasn't getting where I am today and where I might be in years because we're always changing. But it is it is the beginning of a change. And at least when it came to insomnia, but our brain, once it gets quiet on a specific topic, it will jump into another one because it does need that control. And we see it all the time with other people during the program as well. We need that. Now we need the control and it will jump from one thing to another. And to me, it was the first thing that was the link uh, of insomnia with insanity. And that was during, not uh, after August, I remember, but I, I didn't, it didn't end up giving, yeah, I was sleeping okay, but it was at the back of my mind all the time. And to the point where I was feeling anxious all the time, I slept well, but I was feeling throughout the day incredibly anxious. And I now identified in my head, I thought, Mwah sleeping that was not a problem sleeping it would happen this is a problem the way i feel now is a problem and that started another spiral because then anxiety in itself became an issue um and not necessarily sleep and then i started i remember really well starting to think yes i have anxiety i might not sleep well and then compared to who knows, I might lose even my mind. And then it was very, yeah, hit after hit, I would say. And I feel that that's where I came in touch more with allowing and non-resisting.
because I started doing that. I remember one night telling myself, I feel that's where it came uh, to an end, at least insomnia. Uh, I remember one night telling myself, I can't control sleep and I can't control going crazy. <laughs> yeah. So either way, I um, cannot change anything. Yeah. So I, and it it does take a, sh a lift. Uh, yeah, it does does give you some some sort of relief yeah. in a way. But it is a it be, it probably because someone might be hearing us and say, "Ah, oh, yeah, it happens at the split of a second. It doesn't. It takes so much time and so many different facets, and then you understand that it is only about how our brain really works, our minds rather works." then it is about the issue itself. Right. Yeah, that's super interesting. It's not about like the exact circumstances or the object. It's more yeah. about how we think about that. And like the, it's almost like this meta meta level that matters. Yeah, exactly. More actual yeah. Level, right? exactly. Yeah. Wow. Now, uh, you know, in the interest of time, like we, this is already 45 minutes in and I, I like <laughs> to keep this like less than an hour, but you, you already told us like, you know, an incredible story. And you shared how in August, that's how somehow, you know, something had changed. So after that, it wasn't like things were easy, but it was never really quite as difficult as it had been before that, right? That was, I think in August was the, what you call the last burst. What was that called? Oh, I forgot. Burst or... Yeah, exactly. That like the last one. Um... Oh, the, yeah. 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 I did have difficult nights following afterwards because I did have this period of yeah struggling with what I was thinking about anxiety and all of that, but it did come I it did come to an end. It's not a good good way to phrase it because I was for a time micromanaging, hyper hyper vigilant, controlling how I was feeling, waking up in the morning. Am I feeling anxious today? How am I feeling? What are the symptoms? And that would go throughout the day, and that is exhaustive. That is, and that was, yeah, uh, when I hear someone telling me, I am sitting with my feelings from the moment I wake up and I'm allowing it to be, but it's not going away. And I have the idea, maybe it is best to give it a break and not always because I felt like I had to be in check every time with my feelings and my thoughts and how I was feeling and let it all be felt. But sometimes it's because then you that way you're reinforcing your brain that there's something to be checked constantly. Yeah, exactly. But that's it's better to just take a step back and meanwhile life is going on. <laughs> As we stop to control everything, it's better to jump into the life and let these unfold in the background. You will feel it. It's there's no that's undeniable. But it's best to bring life um to the front and then go on with life but not yeah 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 it's as you're sharing this i was thinking of this <clears throat> phrase i've started to use in like pretty much all my letters and newsletters and things like that i ended with like inwards and onwards you know mm -hmm. and it's like you know on one hand it's true that it's like all about the inwards journey like learning to know about ourselves understanding ourselves but that in itself can be like all consuming if it just if we continue like staying on this inward bound journey so sometimes we need to go onwards too like we also need to just yeah. like engage with life right inwards and onwards 
yeah that, that is a good way to put it yeah absolutely yeah. absolutely wow um, and now maybe just a few more questions one of them being i'm just gonna ask you this because i know so many that hear this will have exact this question and it will be something <laughs> like okay samila but at one point one when did you feel like or what when will you say you finally recovered what would you ask if somebody asked you that and if someone said that that's a good question i felt that it was more of a because i never had this aha moment of this was done for me it was more like a bumpy road and with lots of ups and downs and that continued for a while it's not like it ended because my insomnia lasted for four years in total span i always presented this way simply because there was work to be done regarding the, the the belief system created around it and something would be presented and that fear would be arised and i would but yeah i would learn to approach it differently however i feel that the first yeah, the first, the worst was past in August of 2020. Yeah. So after a year. Yeah. Um, where uh, I, yeah. No, you said it's, I'll, I'm just going to jump in because you, you, you already sort of answered it in a very nice way. And when people ask that, like how uh, people often ask in, in our course, in our program, like, when do you know you recovered? When do you recover? And I always say, like, when you talk to people, like I do with many, many, many people who've been this year, you never hear somebody say like, oh, I recovered on June 21st, on 2022. You never hear that. It's always something mm -hmm. like, I don't really know. It, it was a gradual, it happened. But with the way I would, you know, sh share your story for somebody ask was like, you know, it was a, you know, the first year had some periods mm -hmm. where were really difficult, but then there was almost like a three year period where it was like a period of learning and, and kind of like yep. growth. It was not necessarily easy, but mm -hmm. I'm, I'm sure, it, you know, it, it, was, it was a period of learning and, and growing. And, the way the reason I want to point this out is that when somebody can he hear you say four years, that person can just immediately freak out and think like, oh, my God, it's going to be like this for four years. But that's not the, the case It's like a lot of those years were actually like very meaningful and like pairs of growth. Right. And there were now no four years without sleeping um, that uh, it's more four years of the first year more of the struggle like really purely getting in it getting that first hand experience of the struggle in its most cruel way and form yeah and then there's this process of learning and of practicing and not knowing and then f falling down again and then practicing it again and then picking up a new knowledge and then picking up a new information and then starting to form an, 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 an sort of entity where you or rather a foundation that you can f it's not that the thing won't for example a sleepless night won't happen again but you can fall back into that foundation and then you can pick yourself up again regardless of your sleep because you know that sleep wasn't the issue to begin with yeah and that is a bit and that is the beauty also of this channel is that it doesn't necessarily only address it tries to address sleeplessness through different facets of it. Yeah. And sometimes it gets confusing. And I think that's why people get very confused. <laughs> I have so much information in my head and I don't know how to, yeah, how to process it all. But it is because it is really that broad. <laughs> or rather, better said, 
it starts that broad, but you realize that it was just as it was difficult, it was as simple. And I always said this, You, I, I think I already mentioned it to you, you need, I sort of needed a method to realize that there was no method needed. <laughs> exactly. uh, so th that it was a bit <laughs> the process of four years. Yeah. No, that's super well said. And I just have maybe one final question for you, which is this one. Have you found that learning through these years and from this struggle has been helpful in, you know, other areas of life? Yes, <laughs> it has. And I feel that that foundation would have, wouldn't have been as strong if it didn't included every aspect of your life. You practice what insomnia represents is simply an other type of inner struggle, but inner struggles are different in sizes and shapes. <laughs> and the more we learn to approach those inner conflicts, inner turmoils, um, but even positive things, because it doesn't necessarily have to be this negative kind of clouds that uh, rooms around our life. It, it also goes for positive things. You kind of learn to be differently in, life, in, in, in your life. I remember answering not so long ago uh, to one of the clients. I feel that it insomnia, the symptom, <laughs> learned, taught me on, uh, in the long run to see myself in a different light that I wouldn't have been able uh, to do uh, prior to it. I would, yeah. simply wouldn't have been. So yes, it goes for the life in general. These teachings are valuable in every aspect. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Well, thanks so much for sharing this. And I was, uh, I also had in mind that we could talk about like your decision to become a coach and, you know, what you learned <laughs> through the program and all the things, but we'll save it for another time. But for now, I just want to say thanks so much for sharing this. Thanks so much for joining the movement and everything and look forward to working with you and learning with you for, for a long time. Thank you, Dan Daniel. I really enjoyed being here as well. <laughs> all right. Bye, everyone. That was all for today. I hope you found this episode really eye-opening. And if you're looking for something more tangible, then head over to our website, thesleepcoachschool.com, and you'll find several coaching options where our teachings can be contextualized for you personally. If you decide to join, we look forward to seeing you on the other side.